In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, battlebards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount. Sekhmet, you find yourself surrounded by a crowd of revelers. The smell of food and drink and sweat is heavy in the air. The ruckus of so many people crowded into this great hall, as large as it is, is making your head ring. And so you retreat a little bit toward the back of the room, back toward the shadowy recesses. It's a little more comfortable for you. You've got some elbow room and you have a chance to breathe in this enclosed space. As you do, you allow your eyes to slide shut for just a moment. As you allow your senses to wander, you begin to realize that you can detect the presence of a person there, not far away from you to your left, also leaning against the wall. Somebody moves by, and without opening your eyes, you can tell that it's one of the servants balancing a tray of food as she passes. Not too far to your right, there's a child who is trying to lift a loaf of bread and is struggling because it's trapped under somebody's arm. All of this you realize with a start you're seeing without opening your eyes. With that, welcome to level 14, Sekhmet. Why don't we talk through what you pick up at this level? Well, at level 14, the rogue picks up blind sense. And according to the the PHB, uh, starting at 14th level, if you are able to hear, you are aware of the location of any hidden or invisible creature within 10 feet of you. Now, we did some talking about this, and I think we all agree this is kind of a weird one for a 14th level rogue. I think mechanically what the way we're going to play this, and I'll have to do some more looking at takes on this particular feature. My understanding at present is that uh, you would still have disadvantage against invisible creatures within 10 feet of you, but you would at least know where they are. There's no additional penalty on top of that. We may also add some other elements that could make it a little more useful, but we'll have to play with that one and maybe get to that over time. But that's, that's it feels an interesting a, one. It feels a little niche, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, I think that when you were thinking about the development of the of the rogue, a lot of the the benefits for the rogue are in a lot of this early mid section of of the development up to like thirteen. There's it it cools off a little bit fourteen and fifteen, and then kind of picks up toward the end again. But fourteen and fifteen have a have a dip in the the linear development and strength of the character. Yeah. And I think a lot of the classes have places where you have a couple of levels where it's not a huge, it's not a huge boon, but you've got things that are coming later. Yeah. So hopefully this will work out and, you know, we'll have to, again, play with the implementation of it a little bit. You also pick up a new spell. Yeah. Um, uh, at level, because of the arcane trickster mm-hmm. is the subclass at level 14, I'm able to know a total of 10 spells okay and so i've got a couple of things that are that are racially tied but i've also got some spells that i'm gonna be looking at and so one of the conversations that that we're having as a table is figuring out how to bring in the development of new spells there's a lot of spells that segment has not been able to use yet because magic not having been off the table but a lot of the magic things that would be a part of a normal development of a character 
in a normal world, in this case, have had to be done delicately because the development of magic in this homebrew world is one of the kind of narrative points of what we're talking about. Magic is not everywhere. Not everybody's okay with magic. We were talking about beforehand that we're even talking about having to go face-to-face with an anti-magic group. So because that is such a big part of this, choosing spells is something that has to be kind of done delicately and then also brought in narratively. Yeah, so we'll work on that as we get to it. So I think that does it for your gains for this level. Why don't you go ahead and roll, and we'll see what you get to add hit point-wise. I just roll the, the normal hit die that I get. Roll the hit die, add your constitution modifier. Okay, hit die, my constitution modifier. Well, maxed out on that one. That's cool. And then my constitution modifier is so nine. You get to add nine hit points for a total of, a max total of? 105. Wow. Not quite so squishy. Yeah, getting less so with each passing level. Congratulations and welcome to level 14. Stackers, we thank you for joining us for this Level Up episode, and we will see you here again at our table next time, right here at Stack of Dice. You can take a feet. There's this great one where you can, if you can hear within 10 feet. Only an idiot would take yeah, that. Yeah, stupid. <laughs>